0: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, people of God. We bring your greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God bless each and every one of you. We praise God for the opportunity and the space of grace that He has allowed us to share the good news of the gospel. Of Jesus Christ, the Bible says the power of God on salvation to them that believe, to the few first, and also to the Greek. And so we know for it is the power of God. And so we here to encourage people, God to today, and before we. In prayer, we get our Bible study. We'd like to give honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who is the head of our life, to our pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison City of the Pentecostal Power Church at 2331 West Center, and our First Lady, Lady Paulette Murchison. Uh, we thank and praise God for our leaders, and we give honor to them, and we thank the Lord for them. Uh, we thank the Lord for what God is doing in their lives, and, uh, they have been uh, a great uh, asset uh, and a great uh, witness in my life. And so we thank the praise God for what God is doing for them. And we thank the Great God for all the saints. We give honest to my own wife, missionary Janice Newton. We thank and Great God for our love of our life. We thank God for her and just the things that God is doing for uh, the people of God. We thank God for uh, Pentecost Power Church and the church family, uh, whom we love dearly. We love all the saints, and all the people of God that's uh, walking in uh, his truth. I believe third John says, he found no greater joy. And when he saw uh, God's children walking in the truth, we thank God. And so we want to give God praise. want to give God thanks. Uh, We're going to go before the throne in prayer. Uh, And then if you have any prayer requests, you can call us etc. Or you can go on podboos.com, subscribe to the video broadcast and you can send your comments there live. Or you can also leave me a voicemail and I'll get uh, the call right after we're done with the broadcast. But so we just want to say to the people, God, we uh, want you to stay tuned. We're going to have some guests. We're going to try to get um, some of our own evangelists and ministers on uh, on this year to share a word of encouragement to the people of God if they desire to do so and so if they want to call in now they can do so we want to open the door for that uh, because God has uh, definitely uh, blessed all of the able-bodied ministers uh, that surround us in our local assembly so we thank God for all of them and we're just grateful for what god is yet doing uh on the social media platform but as we get ready to go before the lord in prayer let us pray for the sick among us our presiding bishop uh, our pastor our sister presiding bishop and all the things that god know that sick among us and our first line workers let us continue to pray one for another in jesus name so let us go before the throne uh eternal god say in the precious name of jesus the lord we thank you once again oh god for your many blessings we thank you you've been, oh God. or Today for uh the word of the Lord. Um we just want to uh, get God to as we get, ready to get into this Bible class. So turn your Bible to Dialogue segment that's coming uh, in the near future. So, that's we just continue to pray for it. So, we're going to go to Mark chapter 13, where the Gospel of Mark. Yeah, Mark. Galatians chapter 1 and first starting at verse number 6. If you're going to read through that finalize you think that's going to be Galatians chapter 1 verse number 6. So I know I call three passages scriptures, but we may not get them all today, but that's where we're headed. We're going to be talking about today. Uh, stay with the Word. Okay, encouraging the people of God and all of you that are out there and those of you that are learning about the Word, learning and discovering. God is unveiling and opening up our understanding of the scriptures. Stay with the word. There are so many people that are going, you know, based on how they feel. Um, you know, they're picking parts of the Bible. They're picking apart, the picking and choosing what applies to them. But I'm talking about when I say stay with the word, I'm talking about the entire Bible. because The Bible says in uh, the first Timothy, I believe. Uh, three and sixteen. Let's get it real quick. I just want to get it for all scriptures. Uh I believe it's given by the inspiration of God. So we're gonna we're we gonna read that like in the hearing. But I wanted to get those scriptures. but I wanna just uh uh second Timothy three to sixteen and first Timothy three to 16. sixteen. First Timothy three and sixteen says and without controversy. Great is the mystery of God. of God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels preached unto the Gentiles and believed on in the world and received up into glory. All right. And so that's 1 Timothy 3 to 16. All right. And now 2 Timothy 3 to 16. And it tells us right here. Uh, it says here. Uh, I just want to get it and read it for you in here. And it says here, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. And it is profitable from doctrine, which is teaching for reproof, for correction, uh, for instruction and in righteousness. All right. You can not use the scripture to justify what you want to do if you ain't got a mind to live right. Okay. So a lot of people want to walk in their own self-righteousness. But Paul said in uh, Romans chapter 10 and 1, he said, my heart, my prayer and heart desire for Israel that they might be saved. And he said, I bear them a record that they have a bill of God, but not according to knowledge. And they go about, you know, oh, Lord, they go about establishing their own righteousness and have not submitted to the righteousness of God. We can't do that over here uh, when we walk in the to these 66 books. All right. And we want to read here. He said and it is proper for doctrine, which is teaching to proof correction for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, which means to be complete or mature and thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So there you have it right there. That's just my sidebar. Now we're going to get into the word of God, but the topic today and for this week is a with the word praise God glory so we you can tell we're excited already uh and God has filled us up with some uh good words and we feel like sharing it so we're going to share uh just a portion and some others going to get on and help us this week and share as well uh, on this topic stay with the word the stuff topic is the end is not yet so be encouraged the end is not yet. And so we got to stay with the word even till the end. Because the end doesn't, now we in the word now. The end does not, endurance to the end, according to the scripture, does not secure our salvation. It just gets us to the place where we're prepared. This Merchant was talking about being prepared uh, in the message uh, during these revivals and during our service on Sunday. And so preparation has to deal with being ready. But just because an individual, you know, uh, gets everything ready, praise God, but if they don't move in a readiness of mind, praise God, you still ain't going nowhere. But there were five wives and five fools. We're not going to get into it yet, but I just want to lay a preface out there for you. Being ready is one thing, but uh, hearing out God's divine promises and plan for the people of God that we might be able to be raptured out of here. Meaning that we got to have our lamps sealed and trim. Praise God. We can't get nobody else all at the last minute. And so we got to make sure that we ain't just going on what we heard on yesterday, but we need to get our daily bread. You getting your daily bread? You taking communion, you walking in repentance, you keeping a heart of repentance, then you can pretty much, uh, you know, be assured that when the Lord do come, that we'll be ready to go with it. But if you call yourself one of those ones that think you're ready and walking around with malice, walking around with stuff in your heart against folks, and just get it off your chest, praise God. If you got something you need to tell somebody on this year. You should have done it last year. Oh Lord have mercy. I'm I'm getting messed up already. Y'all forgive me. I'm not beating up nobody and I'm not on my soapbox. But I'm just saying you should have already done it. But if you just in case you didn't, get it right today. Because that's how we secure, you know, these promises. We ain't gonna just get out of here because we look pretty. And we ain't gonna get out of here because we think we know the word. We must walk in this word and we must apply it to our lives daily, like we do uh soap and water. Praise God. And I know I know somebody gonna probably misunderstand me. I'm talking about the natural soap and water. Praise God. You ain't took a bath in a week, there's a problem. But I I'm not, I don't want to go there. But let me let me move on. And let me move on and get into the word now. Okay, we're gonna go to Matthew um, twenty-four. And one through two And Jesus went out and departed from the temple. And his disciples said unto him, See ye not that all these things? Verily I say unto you, there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. Jesus, uh, when he speaks to these disciples here. At the Mount of Olives, he was prophesying to them and letting them know they idolized that temple. They loved that temple. But he let them know that that temple was going to be destroyed. Why? Because God was getting ready to erect an uh, eternal temple that they were going to be able to abide with God forever. Notice he said before them, he says, Meaningful that I go away. If I don't go, the copper won't come. You know, he told them all this good stuff, praise God. But then he sat down here and he talked to him. And he says to them, and he sat up on the Mount of Olives, and his disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us what these things be. And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? You know, people looking at stuff now. And you got people projecting. We are in the end time. No doubt about it. No questions about it. But Jesus says here to help the understanding, take heed. Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And you shall hear of wars and rumors of war. Wars, I'm sorry. You shall hear of wars and rumors of war. Praise God that you be not troubled before all these things must come to pass. Mm. And he says here, but the end is not yet. And so I want you to be encouraged. No matter what you see going on in the church. No matter what you see going on in the world. No matter what you see going on with family. With ten folk and other folks, praise God. The end is not yet. And it's going to get worse. But I want to encourage you to stay with the word. All right? And we're going to go to verse number seven. He The nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes and dire places. And all these things is are the beginning of sorrow. And he says here, And then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted. And they shall kill you and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Verse number 10, this is our final verse of this chapter. And then shall many be offended. This is what he said, and many shall be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. Lord have mercy. And you know, false prophets shall rise and deceive many. There ever been a time for deception, it is now. You got people more reprobate now than ever. Praise God. You got people now just uh gone with the wind. But the Bible tell us, Let us be no more children tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, by the slate of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie and wait to deceive. Praise God. Don't believe everything you hear. God is still working. He's you still moving by his power. you be being cursed. And because iniquity shall abide, the love of men shall wax hard. And I was analyzing, you know, you know, my bishop has been preaching a long time. And, you know, I was analyzing how we can get so comfortable as he was here Sunday that people don't even want to agree with the word now because it's in his flesh. But you got to say amen. Or even if you got to say out, you should be saying amen. But now, when the man of God preached wholeness in a wholeness church, most of the people are quiet as a mountain. Praise God. And that's 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 uh to me that's disturbing. That's alarming. Praise God. <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy. I, I just oh Lord. Well, my is gonna pick up on it. But my thing is that's alarming. But I can't be alarmed by that because the Bible says all these things are gonna happen. You know, all this different stuff. That we're encountering, you know, the end is not yet. So don't be deceived by those things. These things gonna happen. So everybody ain't gonna say amen to your message. If You're preaching, you're pastor, your bishop, you're an elder, you're evangelist, you're missionary, you're a saint of God, they're sharing the good news. I want to encourage you right now, hey, everybody ain't gonna get in your amen coin. So when you stand for righteousness and true wholeness. People going to have a problem. So be encouraged and just do what you got to do and know that God is going to reward you and stay with the word. All right? So stay with the word, thank you Don't let what other folks doing call you to shift. You stay with the anointing, stay with the word, and don't let what they're doing affect you, praise God. But let what God's doing in you affect others. That's part of the ripple effect. But stay with the word, because the end is not yet. We're going to go, Mark chapter 13, go to verse number five. But I, I want to touch on, uh, I want to touch on uh, Mark uh, 24. Uh, uh, I just want to touch on it just for a minute. You know, uh, Jesus' words uh, was very, very difficult for the disciples. He told them about what was going to happen with the temple. Hmm? It was going to be destroyed 40 years later, right around 70 AD. Okay? They didn't believe. But Jesus had let them know, and he went to the very place that Zachariah uh, had predicted. He went there, and he let them know. He was going to establish his kingdom. Now, I don't have time. You can look at it in your study time. It's in Zechariah 14. four. He said he was going to establish his kingdom right down the Mount of Oz. And it was a fitting place that the disciples, uh, uh, they they asked Jesus when uh, he would come into power and what would he expect. They thought Jesus was going to establish an earthly kingdom. And that's what we think, you know, sometimes we in the church, we think God is coming back to this earth, but uh, we have a greater hope. We're looking for him to crack the sky, and we ain't looking for him to come down on this earth, But so when he comes down on this earth, he comes to judge the unrighteous and to do war and to do battle uh, with Satan and, his, you, know, you know, the dark forces of this world and this kingdom here. And so we got to be looking for the Lord on the cloud, according to Satan, that's long Chapter 4 and verse 16, we're talking about for the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of an archangel and the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. And we which are alive and remain shall be caught up to meet the Lord in the clouds in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. he says, Comfort one another with these words. Be encouraged end it's not yet. And so we encourage people to die. So this is what the disciples thought, but uh, Zechariah already prophesied and predicted this. Jesus re-emphasized that these events were going to take place before the end. And so the end is not yet. He said these things were going to take place before the end. All right? But they wanted to be... Uh, they want to be concerned, like a lot of people today, they want to be more concerned with when Jesus is coming. And so you need to be ready. Don't worry about what day or hour he comes, because He comes. He said he was going to come, and he's going to come. And so he that uh, shall come, he will come, and he will not dare. So God is sure about his promise. Like I said before, uh, you know, some people say, "Hey, you know, I'm going to get ready at the last minute. I wouldn't advise that if I were you. The day that you hear my voice harden out your heart. And so if you can get ready today, if you can repent today, if you can get baptized in Jesus name today, if I were you, I, I would make a change. Praise God. I'm going to say this here. They were more concerned about an exact date uh, and concern with being prepared, uh, you know, uh, then living God's way consistently. And so, uh, no matter when Jesus uh, came, they would be ready. That's the most important thing. Getting your mind together, serving and worshiping the true and living God. And not get caught up in all this deception. Hoopla. With gain is godliness. I beg the difference. For all that. Oh Lord. For all that will live godly. Shall suffer persecution. The Bible says in Peter 4 and 1. For as much then as Christ. 1 Peter 4 and 1. For as much then as Christ has suffered in the flesh for us arm yourself likewise with the same mind, for well, he that has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, because so it's very, very important when we look at this thing, we don't want to get caught with signs, so when we get caught looking for signs, we susceptible to be deceived, praise God, we susceptible to get thrown off, because he warned them, there were many false prophets going out into the world, praise God. Now, I'm going to get back over here to Mark 13 and uh, 5. We're going we're gonna, to uh, read Mark 13 and 5. He says, Jesus answered them and began to say, Take ye, lest any man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, you have deceived many. And when you shall hear of war, the rumors of war, be not troubled. Hmm? For such thing must need be, but the end is not yet. The end is not yet being you. Okay. For nations shall rise against nations, kingdoms against kingdoms, and there shall be earthquake and die place, famine, and troubles, and these things are the beginning of sorrow. But he says, but take heed to yourselves, for they shall deliver you up to counsel. Hmm? People don't want this gospel to get out, and you're going to have to face uh, ostracism and persecution. Mm, praise God. And in the synagogue, you shall be beaten. Some of us, talking about we ready to go to heaven, some of us don't even want people talking about them. I'm talking about beating you. Lord, have mercy. If you can't take nobody talking about you, you ain't ready to be whipped for the name of Jesus. I'm just letting you know, examine your readiness. So sometimes we say we read and we rat off this stuff off our tongue. But some of us, uh, you know, may end up having to go do some changes. Some of us may have to go to jail for preaching this gospel about homosexuality and all this stuff that's ungodly. And we don't want to just talk about gays and lesbians. The liar is gonna to go to the, if you don't repent, it's gonna go to the leg just like the homosexual person. Because all sin. Is unrighteousness. And so I you know, and I, I, I uh the home wouldn't be saved, but they gotta repent just like I had to repent. Then they got to go down and water in Jesus' name, and they gotta they gotta receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues that the Spirit of God give the others. I didn't write it, but the Lord, the Lord set this up and Holy men. Right as they will feel with us, you know, as you know, as, as they will, you know these holy men spake because they were moved by the Holy Ghost. And so God had these men write the Bible. Had them write what he wanted us to know. And so I'm just sharing with you that we have to have a readiness. And the only way we're going to have a readiness, we got to know all these things are going to happen. All right? But he says here, you should be beaten and brought before rulers. And kings for my sake for the testimony for a testimony against him. He said, And the gospel and the gospel must first be published among all nations. But when they shall lead you and deliver you up, take no thought beforehand what you should speak, neither do you premeditate. You ain't got to figure out what to say. The Lord gonna put in you what to say when they come against you for his name's sake. But whosoever shall be given for you in that hour, speak ye, for it's not uh ye that speak, but the Holy Ghost. All right. So I'm gonna go down here in verse 12. He says, Uh, now the brother shall betray the brother to death, and the father, the son, and the children shall rise up against their family. Oh Lord, can't you you need a sign? You know, he, he didn't he didn't He didn't have to give them a sign. He was telling them verbatim what was going to take place. And they still wanted to see a sign. Praise God. You know, I don't need to see no sign of the Holy Ghost. If the bishop tells me I need to believe, repent, and be baptized in Jesus' name, I'm going to obey that. And then I might be able to see after I do it, that I might receive the promise. After that, you have done the will of God. Uh, you have need a patient that you might receive a A lot of people, they want to analyze and they want to know why I need to dress holy, why I need to live right, why I need to be baptized, why I need to repent. You need to know all this stuff and we don't mind telling you. Don't get me wrong. But my thing is, do like the Nike commercial. Just do it. And then you'll understand it better by and by. But we can explain it to you. if you need to call it. You need an explanation, call us 414 6805 68. We will explain the scripture to you, right? So, so we, we want to make sure we give an answer to every man, you know, according to reason, hope that God is, you know, uh, placed in it. So, we want to make sure we're giving you the word, but we're giving it to you according to the apostle teaching, not according to what we understand and what we believe and how we perceive it. we just obeying. The Apostle people, so we've given it to you straight uh, out the Bible, praise God. We ain't trying to twist nothing, change nothing. We ain't trying to add no salt and pepper to it. We ain't trying to put no sugar on it either, praise God. But you gotta do it just like the Bible says, praise God. So this is what they were saying. They weren't, they still wanted to understand what was going to take place. And he told them verbatim. And he says here, that their parents was going to, children going to rise up against parents, and they were going to cause them to be put to death. And you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that endured to the end, the same shall be saved. I to read down just a little bit more here to 16. But when you shall see the abomination of the desolation spoken, uh, by Daniel, the prophet standing uh, where it ought not let him that read it understand. Then let him, that be in Judea, uh, let him that be in Judea, I'm sorry, but then let him that be in Judea flee to the mountain and let him that is on the housetop not go down into the house, neither enter therein, to take anything out of his house and let him that is in the field. Not turn back again for to take up his garment. Praise God. But so what you're doing when the Lord comes, what I'm saying to you, when the Lord comes, keep doing what you doing. You know, don't, you know, if you're going to do what you're going to do and you ain't going to change until the Lord comes, then when the Lord comes back, just keep doing what you're doing. You know, I don't think you're trying to switch gears. After he come back, you need to be getting yourself prepared and getting yourself together now. I'm just telling you, you know, praise the Lord. And I'm trying to encourage you, is, you know, is uh, the best I know how through the word of the Lord. You need to get yourself together now. And so I want to say to the people, guys, I get ready to get out of here. So we don't have to pick it back up tomorrow. But I want to get uh, Galatians. Let's go to Galatians 1 and 6. And then we're going to have discussions on uh on Wednesday. At one o'clock, we're going to be on Facebook and YouTube. We're going to pick up discussion on Wednesday at 1 p.m. One to two o'clock Central Standard Time. Okay? Now let's take a look here in uh, Galatians 1 and 6. In Galatians 1 and 6, he says, I marvel that you are so soon removed. Now, yeah, Galatians 1 and 6. He said, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another. So why are you looking for something else? There's no other gospel. There's only one gospel. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One God, the Father above, above all, through all and in you all that's filled with the Holy Ghost. All right? And he says... Here, but there be some that trouble you. Didn't Jesus just say to Matthew for you not to be troubled? Don't let people trouble you with their lies and with their deceit, praise God, by telling you Jesus is not coming back or by telling you, uh well, you know, you don't have to repent, you don't have to be baptized, you don't have to have the Holy Ghost. The devil is a lie. You need to hold the Holy Ghost, and you need all the goodness of God. Everything that God wants to give you, you need it. And so, be a recipient of what God has for you, and reject those false teachers. All right? People tell you it's legalism. People tell you, you know, that's, you know, that's what man wants people to do. But read it for yourself. Go to Galatians one and six and read it for yourself. It said, which is not another. So there is no other gospel other than the gospel that was given to Apostle Peter on the day of Pentecost and Apostle Paul. And they all had the same gospel. Praise God. Hmm? And God chose those 12 apostles, praise God, to, to build on that foundation that he laid. There's no other foundation, you know, that what was laid, you know, Jesus Christ laid it. Okay? The Apostles, Prophets, and Jesus Christ himself being the key cornerstone. So, you know, the Apostles and the Prophets, the law and the Apostles, praise God, and Jesus Christ himself being the key cornerstone. And so, there's no other gospel, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel. You got some perverters out there. They've been perverted because they minds are perverted, praise God. I'm not talking about nobody. They need to get, they need to be delivered, and these witches and warlocks need to be saved, praise God. And anytime you trying to pervert the gospel of Christ, that's anti. That's against Christ. Anything that's anti-God or anti-Christ or against God uh, uh, particular. Uh, Preference. for the church, then that's anti-God, praise God. And so God would not have us to be ignorant. Okay, concerning the devil devices. And so he lets them know here, the apostles wrote here in Galatians uh, 1 and 6, he says, he says, there's no other God, there's not another God. But there's some that will pervert the gospel of Christ. But he says here in Galatians, uh, 1 and 8. Now, we get getting ready to get out of here now. Mark this for your study time. He says in Galatians 1 and 8, he says, but though we are an angel. Glory! He says, though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you. Let him be a curse. We're going to discuss it in a minute. And he goes back in verse number nine and he re-emphasizes it. And he said, as we have said before, so say I now again, praise God, if any man preach any other gospel than that that ye have received, let him be a Praise God. For do I now persuade men of God Or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. There it is, my friend. There it is right there. And so I want to let you know, Paul was talking about how he received this gospel. He received it through the revelation of Jesus Christ. Hmm? And so he let them know, uh, he was preaching, you know, he said it was preached to him, as not after man, but he received it through the revelation of Jesus Christ. And so, y'all know what happened to Apostle Paul. is in the yeah? next chapter. You see the light, light shine about us, it was not talking to and And uh, the men heard a voice talking with him, but they didn't see no man. So, he said, Who art thou, Lord? And he told him he must, must do. And so, this is what Paul did. Paul was hitting those Judaizers here, you know. He was hitting those Judaizers uh, with the perversion of the gospel of Christ because he said if an angel from heaven came preaching any other method, the angel should be cursed forever. And if an angel came preaching another method, he would not be from heaven no matter how he looked, praise God. And that's why we try to let people know that you got you got uh, wolves in sheep clothing. You got devils running around deceiving folks with tiles. Praise God. You, I'm, I'm not talking about nobody. I'm just giving you the truth. You got people running around now, you know, uh, Lord have mercy. They got tiles and everything. They got churches. They got, oh Lord, they got a lot of stuff going on. But don't you be deceived by it. Don't you be deceived by that. Don't you be deceived because the edifice is full of people on their way to the lake. Don't be deceived by that. And don't be deceived by because everybody's flocking after them either. You need to read this Bible for yourself. I want to let you know. Paul was letting them know no matter how uh, the devil presents stuff and how he looks and how attractive he may try to masquerade. And make things look. We can transform this stuff into an angel like We can do that. But he invokes a curse on the angels who spread false teaching. So what to Paul the same. Anybody that's teaching false um, teaching is a curse already. I didn't say it. The Bible says it. you teaching false doctrine. You already cursed. Praise God. So I want to let you know. Paul extended uh, uh, that the curse uh, to, you know, uh, he, he, well, he alluded to this point that he said, uh, let, let me go back to him. He said, though we ornate, he applied himself to that curse as the apostle to the Gentiles. He said, if I backslide and go back teaching something that, that's un, uh, unprofitable, I'm a curse. And so, he didn't just put the judgment on the angel, but he put it on himself as well. So take a special note to this lesson today. You know, take heed that you don't let no man deceive you because the end is not yet, and you need to stay with the word. Paul was encouraging the saints and encouraging Galatians' body of believers to stay with the word. He was telling these uh, young elders and preachers and teachers to stay with the Word. And use this strong language because we let them know the gospel won't change. The good news is not changing. Jesus says, And so we got to get out of here. I just want to say to the people, God, uh, you know, God doesn't change. So we just want to let you know you can be saved. Stay with the word. The end is not yet. You can be delivered. You can change. You can come out of that false doctrine you in. You can be realized and repositioned in God. But you must repent. I want to let you know today, we love you. The word is right. Stay with the word. Don't let people deceive you. And don't let stuff deceive you. God is coming back for a church without spot, blemish, wrinkle, or any such thing. So we want to say to the people of God as we close out with a prayer. We're praying that God will bless you. If you're on this broadcast, you happen to come across this broadcast and you're listening to it. We're praying that you would be saved. And if you're not saved, if you want to be saved, you can text us, you can call us, you can leave a comment on the pod being Live and we'll get back with you. Leave a viable number that we can or an email or some way we can get back with you because our ultimate goal is that you would be joined with Christ and that you would give your life to God and that you would be saved in the end because the end is not yet so no matter what mistake you made young people middle age people, no matter what wrong has been done in 2020, you can make it right today. Give your heart, give your soul, give your everything to the Lord. God wants to save. You. God is standing by to grant you deliverance. so we're gonna say a prayer. We ask you to pray with us. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for the word of God. We thank you for the daily bread. We ask now, Father, that you see, lead, and guide, and instruct your people. That saying, "What must I do to be saved?" Help them to know repentance is in order. Those that are backslidden can be restored if they repent. Lord, we petition you now to honor this prayer as we intercede for those lives to be rejoined, reconnected with Christ. Bless them now in the name of Jesus. Save God. Heal you know, those that are sick, those that are bereaved, those that are hurt. those, oh God, that need a touch from you. Send it from on high, oh God. As we pray, honor the tenths now, granted in the name of Jesus. Help them, oh God, to get back on the right track. Let them to know you're there and that you care let them know that they're not alone because you are ever present oh god in the name of Jesus blot out their transgressions blot out their sin oh wash them whiter than snow so they sins be red like crimson oh god they shall be as wool. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Do it for your glory. Help them now. Oh, God. Bless them right now. In the name of Jesus. Bless those that are listening. Strengthen right now. We give you glory and we give you praise. We thank you for deliverance and breakthrough coming their way. Bless them, oh, God. They would, oh, God, reach out. Oh, God to be ministered to, oh God, that they may be healed in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you and we praise you now. And we claim a great deliverance. We decree it by faith. And we believe it's already done by your power and your wonder-working power. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray for the glory of God. We thank you and we praise you. So we claim a great deliverance now. In Jesus' name. Thank God, amen, and amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you. We thank God for your listening to us. Until next time, we'll be back on the broadcast on Wednesday at one o'clock. There will be a revival uh, from what I understand a a service rather, and the consecration starts on Tuesday. Uh, from what I understand, 12 to 4, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And from what I understand, uh, there'll be, uh, class or a word going forward on um, this week, so if you're in the city locally, um, uh, please stop in on us, pay us a visit. We are practicing social distancing. So we ask to you with us. come and be prepared to wear your mask and be prepared to Enjoy the presence of the Lord. So with no further ado, I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newton. Uh, We want to say God bless you and may you have a a blessed and a prosperous new year. All right? And so we want to say God bless you in Jesus' name.